Miami Beach is calling your name to the biggest ETF industry event of the year, Exchange. Exchange is engineered to deliver high value by providing a space to learn, interact, and network with the most influential thought leaders in the industry, built with financial advisors, not just for them. Go to exchangeetf.com to register and enter EOTW for 50% off your registration. Again, that's exchangeetf.com and apply the discount code EOTW. See you in April. We're talking about investing with exchange-traded funds. Welcome to the ETF of the Week, where we get the latest take from ETFtrends.com Chief Executive Officer Tom Lydon. Tom, great to be with you again. Thanks, Chuck. Great to be back. Your ETF of the Week is... The Aberdeen Standard Physical Palladium Shares ETF, ticker symbol P-A-L-L. P-A-L-L, the Aberdeen Standard Physical Palladium Shares ETF. An interesting pick, Tom, because, well, on the one hand, it's a commodity-oriented fund, but it's palladium, which a lot of people don't know about. And then palladium, from what I've been reading, has a couple of ties to, well, not it's not involved in the war, but it's a market that's affected by the war in Ukraine. So what's behind this pick now? Chuck, you're absolutely right. Palladium is a precious metal. Uh, it's largely used in catalytic converters and autos to kind of reduce greenhouse gas emissions. It's more important than ever in auto manufacturing. Russia supplies over 40% of the world's palladium. So that's a major concern. I mean, we don't have to go into everything that's going on, but in addition to not only all the inflation that we've seen over the last couple of years, this tension over in Ukraine and Russia has really spiked some certain areas of the market. In addition to energy, areas like metals, for example, potash, which is really key for fertilizer around the world. Russia is one of the biggest producers there too. So bottom line is either we're going to continue to do business with Russia in select areas or these areas may be cut off as well. And if so, we might see some prices that might be even that much higher than we're experiencing right now. Of course, this fund from Aberdeen Standard, a commodities-oriented fund, commodities funds, are they always 200-day moving average plays? Because they do tend to be more volatile. Like this fund has a tremendous track record. And yet at the same time, like it doesn't get a great Lipper leader score for consistency and things like that. So you're automatically talking volatility with commodities. Do you do it with 200-day moving average in mind? Well, you know, back to who we talking to. If it's the average investor who's making their own decisions, Chuck, I think if you listen to ETF the week on a regular basis, we've been talking about for the last couple of years, the concerns about stock valuations and volatility at the same time the pressures of inflation and what rising interest rates can do to the bond market. So if you enjoyed a 60-40 allocation for your portfolio for the last 15 years, by allocating that way, great, good for you. But guess what? We're in a different environment right now. Even though we're, we're seeing war overseas, we're seeing huge inflation, 
the Fed is signaling they're not going to slow down. They will start hiking interest rates. That's not good for the bond market. More people are moving money away from bonds. Also, we've seen a lot of volatility, especially in growth stocks, technology stocks. There, there's something like 44% of the uh, NASDAQ 100 stocks are more than 50% off their highs. So a lot of volatility in that area. Bottom line is investors and advisors who are manage, managing client money are diversifying away from stocks and bonds to alternative areas like commodities. So first and foremost, there are some more diversified offerings out there, number one, but many of them are futures-based. And if you don't understand that, it's important that you do before you delve into that area. If you like gold, GLD is the largest ETF out there on the commodity space, and gold's actually been doing pretty well. However, palladium and platinum have been doing that much better. They're actually set up the same way as gold in the fact that they're physically backed. So if you actually invest in these, there's it's not futures-based. You actually have palladium that's in storage to support currently what's in this ETF, which is important. Now to your question. Do you use the 200-day average? I think absolutely, because we've seen huge spikes. And what you don't want to do is be in a situation where, let's just say, as soon as you buy, everything gets worked out overseas. The Fed does a good job with inflation. Prices come back to normal levels. And a ETF like this has a major correction off the top. So I would say... If you want to trade specific commodity-based ETFs and you're looking at something like this, a 200-day average may not even help you. You might consider a 50-day average or even a 20-day average because there's so much that's going on right now. You could use something like a 20-day average on this ETF, and as long as you stayed in it when it was above the 20-day and sold it when it went below the 20-day, you're not going to give a lot back, number one. Number two, though, you're going to have to pay close attention to it. So if you don't have the discipline to stick with this on a regular basis, just leave it alone and, and don't do it at all. Does that make sense? It does. And I should point out that Aberdeen Standard Physical Palladium Shares, P-A-L-L, is currently above its 20-day moving average, its 50-day moving average, and its 200-day moving average. So it would be in the sweet spot. But that volatility that you talked about, well, last year, this fund, if you had held it all year, you lost almost 25%. And this year, year to date, funds up almost 60%. So that's some volatility. Where do people take the money for this? Because it is that shorter term trend following kind of a play and you might be looking to make moves. Where does the money come or where would you suggest somebody take money from to invest in something like this? Well, for the last couple of years, Chuck, a lot of investors have been increasing their cash positions. So many people have money in cash. I mean, I would say 3 to 5% allocation here and traded might make some sense. If you don't have any commodity allocation right now and don't use the energy sector in your S&P 500 ETF as energy allocation, because it's, it's frankly pretty small, but look to those areas of the market, look at energy. Uh, we talked about wheat before, so agriculture, DBA is another agriculture ETF to take a look at. But not only precious metals, but some of these base metals continue to do well. And look, if we continue to see tension overseas for the months and months to come, we could be in an elongated period where it's going to 
costs more at the pump. I mean, uh, I'm out here in Southern California in Los Angeles. Premium gas prices went above seven bucks. Crazy. So I paid above six this weekend and things may not be slowing down there. So we really, really need to take a, a hard look at that. I feel for people who are not seeing increased wages, but are actually seeing increased costs. But this is a way, if you have an investment account, to not only diversify away from all the volatility you're seeing in stocks and bonds, this is a way to provide some pricing protection for your day-to-day spends. And of course, Tanya, you talked about putting cash to work. Let's remember, Warren Buffett famously said he started investing in the 1940s during wartime. And he says wartime is not necessarily the time to keep your money in cash. That's one more reason to consider P-A-L-L, the Aberdeen Standard Physical Palladium Shares ETF, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, thanks as always. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFTrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yep, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast on your favorite podcast app or by going to MoneyLifeShow.com. To learn all about investing with exchange-traded funds, make sure you check out ETFTrends.com. They have not just what's trending, but what's new, what's changing, what's different, and much, much more. They're on Twitter at ETF Trends and Tom Lydon, their chief executive, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too, at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is available for you every Thursday on all of your finer podcast platforms. We hope you'll follow along. And if you have an extra moment, please leave us a review because they really do help. On behalf of Tom Lydon and ETFtrends.com, I'm Chuck Jaffe. Thanks so much for joining us. Until we do this again next week, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.